coffee time. Hey. hey. I, <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh, okay. I thought it would be fun if this became a thing where we opened up with just a random a question. Fact question. So my question is, what is your least favorite meal I have ever made you? And answer wisely. <laughs> Consequences well, the truth is, you're come. an amazing cook, especially anything <laughs> with baking. Like, yeah, I love to bake. Yes. Uh, so, in 17 years, I will say there are few and far meals that have not been lights out uh, constantly. <laughs> well, great. I mean, you are oftentimes amazing. You give me an eight, so that's not lights out. <laughs> Because every she meal makes I, me grade I, every yeah, meal every one to meal. ten, and so I'm like, this is so <laughs> not right. And then I get mad if it's not a ten. I'm like, oh, it's gonna quit. <laughs> I would have to say that one time, and we talked about this recently, the meatloaf. Uh, we made meatloaf oh. with some type of meat that was like very soft and mushy, and it just oh, did not. Don't paint the picture. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soft, mushy, yeah, yeah, moist, ew, yeah. ew. No, I agree with you. It yeah. was it was bad. Yeah. And the green beans that went with it were too salty. Yeah. But on the positive side, that salad you made last night, magnificent. Roasted sweet potato yes. salad. Delicious. Very good. Yes. I'll... I'll get you the recipe <laughs> should you need it. Put it in the Dropbox. <laughs> uh, in the comments. Comments. Yes. Dropbox. I don't think is that's that drop, a thing. Yeah. Dropbox is a thing, but not that thing. Not that thing. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> so what we want to talk about today is how to approach a problem. And the message of this title would be, you're too close. You're mm. too close. When David approached Goliath, he did not get too close because if you are comparing strength from Goliath to David's strength, he would have been overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Like this would overwhelm him physically. So he didn't get close enough for hand-to-hand -hand combat. He stayed far enough away and slung his stone. Mm -hmm. He spoke the promises of God, spoke by faith, and then slayed the giant through slinging his stone. I think so oftentimes when we encounter problems, we get way too close to them. Mm. Um, and we know so much about the problem. We know so much about what it will do. And we picture yeah. defeat over and over and over again. But we're so close to it. Instead of pulling away from it spiritually and slinging the word of God at it. And, mm. and coming at this place where it's like, I am not going to fight on your level, like yeah. if I try to beat this with my own strength, it will overwhelm me. Yeah. But if I fight this with the promise of God and the word of God, it will overwhelm it every time. Yeah. You're too close. Back up and sling God's word at it. Yeah. Well, like even in your own life, how how has that looked? Being too close? Because I think I've always heard the message preach, you know, like it's not about seeing it like that, but one time you and I were talking, and I think you could paint a perfect picture of what this looks like, but you and I were talking, and you talked about when we're too close, we get so in the flesh with the problem that we're more aware of what it looks like, how big it is, how much it's going to take to get out of it, and we're so we we know all those facts more than we know if we step back 
we could see a bigger picture of what is the reality of it. And the reality is we have promises in God's word, but we have to back away from the emotion of it. Yes. So like, how has that looked for you? Well, I think using the example of David and Goliath, if David was to get in a hand-to-hand combat with Goliath and fight the way his problem wanted him to, yeah. Um, and we can never fight the way our problems want us to. But if he was to fight the way Goliath wanted him to, it is hand-to-hand combat. And, of course, it's big. Goliath is much bigger than David. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting in the flesh and you're fighting with your problem too closely, you can tell how. Uh, you're losing strength. Mm-hmm. You're being overwhelmed. You feel tired. You're getting taxed. It's because you are engaged in this with the flesh. Mm. And so you're losing strength in your flesh because you're here and you haven't entered into faith's rest. Mm. Um, you have not come into this place where there's joy and peace in believing. Yeah. Like all these things where faith wants us and the, the realm of faith. And when I'm fighting with faith, I've entered into rest. I have joy and peace. I'm not emotional about this because I'm not fighting it in the flesh. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm fighting it like David did, which we know how David won that day was not with physical strength, but a spiritual right. weapon. And it wasn't the, the, the slingshot and the stone. It was what he said before, this confession yeah. of faith, him yeah. speaking to his giant, like Jesus commanded us to speak to this mountain yeah. and to keep it in the arena of faith. And so literally every problem, every problem I have ever encountered, I've noticed the difference between the two. Mm. Um, if it's believing God for something in the church, a need comes up or, or something comes up where like maybe it's financial or something like that. When I'm too close to it, I can tell. I'll get serious. I'll have um, uh, pressure. I can feel it. I'm in the car thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm processing it. I'm, I'm considering it. Figuring and it out. Figuring it, all yeah. these things. And, and out of that, I can sense like emotionally I have come so close to my problem Mm. and then pulling back and being like, whoa, 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 whoa. what are God's promises concerning this? Like he sees all of my needs and he will provide. God is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who sees and provides. Like I can fish all night and catch nothing, but at one word from God, I can go out there and catch the whole lake. You know, all these types of examples that are in scripture that when I get in God's word, begin to come for me, bring me peace, pull me back in the arena of faith. I'm like, God's got this. Right. Um, And that type of thing. So I I think it's always the battle before the battle before Mm. the victory Mm. of like, I I have to choose how I'm going to fight, whether it's a child who's not acting right or making bad grades or has health challenges or, you know, something that may come up in a a marriage or relationship. Mm. Like I can fight this in my own strength. And sometimes because we are strong enough, we will win. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not God's way. The weapons yeah. of our warfare are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, but I have to fight with those weapons, yes. and I have to choose to go back to those things yeah. and to be a person of the Spirit versus just a person of the flesh. Yeah. Well, uh, you preached a message years ago called Pull Back for the Comeback, and it really is It's about being too close that you need to pull back like... <laughs> reload and get what you need in you to fight the fight ahead of you. I, just a recent example was um, me talking to one of our kids' teachers, and she called me with all these 
problems, you know, that <laughs> we needed to work out. And it felt very, like, I felt attacked. Like, mm-hmm. do you not even like my kids? <laughs> like, why? you know, so of course we see our kids as perfect almost. And so in the natural, I did start winning this phone conversation, not ugly, but I started defending him and like, no, 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 that's not what was meant or, you know, that kind of thing. And I felt myself so natural in the natural. Like you said, you're emotional, you're exhausted. You speak things that you will want to take back. Mm-hmm. And, and I did, I got very natural in the moment. I got off the phone I sat there, I was a little disappointed with what I just heard, but then I went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, got in scripture, and I got in faith about it. Yeah. It's like, you know what, I don't have to fix my child to line up with everything. Lord, I need you to show me what I need to see, and I think that's a big part of it is asking God to let you see what you need to see. Like, how have I fought in the natural and gotten to this place of exhaustion? But Lord, how can I fight what seems to be such a natural fight? How can I fight it spiritually? And I think, I I mean, it changes everything. Yeah. No, I I think we can be so filled with the problem uh, versus Mm. filled with God. Yeah. And when we are filled with a problem, we're too close. And out of that, uh, we yeah. know about it. We've talked about it. All we've had, we've had conversations about yeah. it. We've sat down at dinner and we talked about it. And we have a lot of other people checking on the problem and asking yeah. us about the problem. And help, we're so trying aware. to help us fix yeah, the problem. We're so aware yeah. of the problem that it's just problem, problem, problem. And God is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come back here and let me be the focus. Like, magnify the Lord and yes. come back and like, what does scripture say about this? What did I tell you I would do? Like, yeah. Sarah, you can count me faithful. Yes. You have seen me take you yes. places you've never thought you would ever be. Have I failed you? Have I forsaken you? Like gain an awareness of me. Yes. And I think like you said, that sometimes we have to pull back because we know we are too close. Yeah. And like before I try to even fight this spiritually, I need to renew spiritually. Mm-hmm. I need to get in God's word. I need to take a moment and praise. And this is where, like, even in our worship segments, it's not all the same. Um, and for a lot of people, when they come into church, like singing is singing and that it's type a of part thing. Of but the schedule, yeah, yeah. But it's it's really evolved over into really three kind of things: praise, worship, and adoration. Mm-hmm. And each one are different. And each mm-hmm. one, it's like having different weapons. Like one right. can be a shield, and another one can be a sword. You know that type of thing. But each one are different in that regard. Mm-hmm. And praise is our weapon. Mm. Um, I heard one minister say, praise is the highest expression of faith. Mm. Um, so like, uh, our God is able, our God is mighty, yes. our God is greater than any yeah. other, like this type of thing of like this proclamation. Um, when Paul and Silas were in their, their problem, like in, they're in a jail, they got problems all around them. It said they prayed and sang praises unto God. And the pris- they were singing so loud, the other prisoners heard them. And it, it was a weapon mm-hmm. of praise. And praise reminds us of who God is yeah. and reminds us of what he said he would do. Yes. 
And oftentimes when we're faced with those problems, like I need to pull back from this and I need to get over, I need to get my praise on and I need to come back and and remind myself God is able. And like this giant, it may be bigger than me. Uh, And if I try to fight it, I will lose. But it is not bigger than God. Like there is nothing he can't fix, no battle he can't win. So let me take myself out of the equation and and magnify the Lord in this moment. Well, because so often that God is not planning to win that battle the way you think he will. Because even in my little thing that just happened, the thing God instructed me to do was pray for my teacher. Mm. Like pray for, not my teacher, pray for his teacher, that she would see his heart, that she would have the wisdom to correct in the right moments. And it's when it first came and I was very much naturally fighting, you couldn't have told me that I had a bigger part to play than the teacher getting her act together. Sorry. No, I really put so much pressure on she needs to do something different. It's not my child, but when I go to God about the situation, it's like, have you prayed for her? Have you prayed for him? And just, it shifts the power that way, that it really does become a spiritual battle in that moment. So, love it. No, um, you know, we have to put on that weapon of praise. And I just want to encourage yeah. you, like, I, I know I talk to people all the time who are facing, like, really big things mm-hmm. and have Goliaths, like, yeah. it's, it's big enough to take me out. Yeah. And out of that, anytime something like that happens, we have to shift from being people of the flesh to people of the spirit. Yes. Uh, get filled with God's word, surround ourselves with people who have a testimony yeah. um, and listen to it and hear stories of God's faithfulness and hear stories that. of yeah. miracles. Um, just the other day, I was uh, talking with a buddy of mine who they, they just are really believing for for housing and believing uh, for, for God to make provision there. And I said, well, let, let me get your wife's number and let me get her in mm-hmm. contact with my wife. Like we've seen God do some things there that were amazing and stories of his goodness and faith. So that's what we need when we're in the middle of a battle. We need to go back to God's word. We need to hear stories of God's faithfulness. Give that over to our souls and spirits. Be so filled with that that we attack that problem with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So good. Amen. Too close. Mm. Pull back. Yes, for the comeback. You ready to dare I'm ready to win a dare. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do it.